Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions! You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that. My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting, complicated business. Welcome into Defeating the Curse. My name is Joe, and Stevie is back in the building on mic number two. Stevie, every time, every time we do a show together, I just, I'm always smiling. I'm always smiling because, I mean, I I feel like, I feel like there's so many things that we can talk about, and this is probably going to be admittedly a light show when it comes to sports as we're sitting here right now it's what it's didn't tuesday watch any. morning it's tuesday morning right it's it's the tuesday before thanksgiving and i mean all eyes are on thanksgiving all, all eyes are on the turkey i i'm not really sure what happened here but how did you free up some time to make this happen welcome back and i know i know you didn't watch the washington football team but are you aware that they have won two games in a row this is going to be a good show. I can feel it, okay? I can feel. <laughs> There's some extra juice here, okay? And that juice is coming for you, Joe, okay? I don't know what the juice is made of, but it's coming for you, okay? This is going to be a good one because we're going to talk about other stuff. We're not just going to talk about sports because I didn't watch any. WFT, we'll talk about it. I'll give you what I know, but we got to get me what some you stuff know. here, okay? Tell, tell me what you know. Do you know, you know that know? they – You know what I know? Do you know that they beat the Super Bowl yeah. champs two weeks ago – in convincing fashion, and that they beat Cam and the Panthers in also convincing fashion. I know all of that. I know also the Super Bowl champs have been uh, uh, lost two in a row and are only up by seven, uh, and, and and are uh, you know taking on the Giants yesterday. Um, but I'll tell you what. You know what I do know. I know what the Ewing theory is. Do you know what the Ewing theory is, my man? I think I'm aware. I think the Ewing. I think the Patrick Ewing theory is that the team is better when the stud is not available to play. It happened with the Knicks throughout the 90s. It was coined. We'll give credit where credit uh, is due to, uh, by Bill Simmons of ESPN HBO who talked about this theory of there are certain star athletes that their team gets better when they go out for injury. The Washington football team defense has been better ever since number 99 Chase Young went out with a season-ending, I think it was ACL, ACL yeah. injury. That team is playing in a much I mean, more you, cohesive you, fashion. You're making it sound like he's been out for like a month. He's, he's been out for six quarters. Small sample size. And, I, and, and again, we'll have to wait and see also Montez Sweat. I think the defense is going to get better on Montez Sweat. But what I'm seeing in a small sample size of two games is the, the defense is not playing hero ball. Front four guys are all playing together. They're all rushing the, 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 the quarterback together. They're not creating lanes for the quarterback to throw out of. They're not going too far upfield where Chase was always doing that and allowing the quarterback to get around him. They are playing together. Jonathan Allen has never played better than this, you know, four or five game stretch. Deron Payne is making impact plays. Okay. These guys that are stepping up, James Smith, you know, whatever, well, Harris or whatever. I, I agree with you that they're making their impact plays, even though the stat sheet, I think, I think Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne yesterday accounted for, or on on Sunday accounted for four tackles total between the two of them. I mean, and Deron got the sack to end the game or half half a sack to end the game. I do agree with you, though. People are in the right positions. The linebackers are not getting beat in the flat. 
Landon Collins is is cheating up a lot more in that Buffalo Buffalo nickel role. He's coming up to the line. He's stuffing the line of scrimmage. You know, Christian McCaffrey did not have a a tremendous game or a game that he's been known to have against lesser defenses. And statistically, the Washington football team was a lesser defense going into that game. So I I mean, I don't know if I'm buying the theory that you can just lose a talent like Chase Young and get better, but at least situationally, they did it against a very, I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, right? So I, I think, I don't think you can understate how improbable and impressive that win was in DC mm-hmm. for this team a couple of weeks ago. But Cam was also, I mean, Cam is not a pushover quarterback. And even though he hasn't played in a, you know, basically in half the season, I mean, he's not a, he's not like a bottom five quarterback in the league. He's still capable of throwing the ball. Maybe there's not as much zip on it. He can clearly, he can clearly still run. I mean, he ran, he ran, I mean, he, what, he had a 22 yard touchdown run and then a 50 yard run sprint back out to the center of the field to celebrate by himself. And I don't want to get into all that. I'm just, I'm never going to be a cam guy because of stuff like that. But the, the defense, I mean, they were asked to, they were asked to rise to, uh, to the occasion of Tom Brady and the, and the Buccaneers who were a top five defense when the football team faced them and the Panthers who were a top five defense when the football team faced them and, uh, and uh, they did it. Yeah, they absolutely did. And at this point, Joe, in this league, I, I, I'm not doing this whole, like, you know, what, who was the opponent? Cause we've seen on any given Sunday. I mean, we saw the bills get blown out. We saw the Titans lose. Yeah. The bills, I, I mean, the bills are barely in the playoffs right now. If you look at that, they're, they're in the seventh seed. They the, went the, from the, the third, the, the Literally to the seventh, they're, they're they're in the bottom of the playoff picture now. Well, and the Chiefs were dead on arrival. The Chiefs right now look like the old Chiefs, you know, the Mahomes Chiefs. So, you know, on any given Sunday, any competition except the Lions can play and and beat any team. So when the Washington Football Team puts a pounding on the Panthers, upsets the Bucks. Hey, I, I mean, you give credit where credit is due, and this team, you know, is playing. I mean, Heineke has you can say it say it say it say it no 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 no. i'm not gonna say it i'm gonna be a more tempered logical person he has really fallen into his role and he is a great long-term backup quarterback who can come in give you 70 percent completion rate throw for 250 yards throw for 10 yards a, a, a reception and and make two mistakes and probably throw one or two interceptions a game and we'll do two or three awesome plays, uh, you know, like that fourth down play, which I think was the best play he's well, made twice. since he started. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he converted two two big fourth downs, one one to Humphreys and one to Bates. The Bates one was extra impressive, right? Because he extended the play, he looked like he was going to run, and he stayed back, and he zipped that pass in. I, I, I yeah, I, I'll give you that. T- Taylor literally in the span of what fourteen months has gone from not even right because he that that playoff game was in January of last year, if I'm not mistaken. So in the span of basically just about 11 calendar months has gone from, you know, out of the league to in the end of the league to, you know, securing a multi-year deal here in DC. And now I think, I think he's played well enough to secure a, a long-term deal somewhere else to stay as a backup. I agree with you. I think these reps that he's getting are meaningful because he will be the backup probably here in, in on the football team or here in DC for a while. He's not going to be the guy. He's not but a I think starter. He's proven. Exactly, but I think he's proven that he understands the offense, and when you're stuck or in a bind, he's not going to cost you games. And and I think that's that's all you really want out of your backup quarterback is somebody who can come in, execute, and when you're stuck, you buy you some time and not cost you games. And 
you know, it's hard to see. It's hard to envision Kyle Allen being on this roster next year. It's hard to see how Taylor isn't on this roster, but he's probably not going to be the starter. And and really, the football team can't. They're not going to have sustained success with him as the starter. I mean, what what's the best case right now? And I don't want to do the whole fanboy. They're four and six, and they they might sneak into the playoffs bit. But I mean, the playoffs are in play, and and even the last couple of days now, you know, here on just radio in D.C., everyone's starting to do the calculus of. Well, okay, we got we got this run of games. I mean, the Seahawks are they're they're down. I mean, there's no other way to put it. This is the worst the Seahawks have played in 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 Russ Wilson's entire career. So, is it is it impossible that they win? No, they just beat Brady and and Cam back to back, who are arguably playing at the same level or better. Cam and at least is a, is arguable, but I mean, Brady's playing at a completely different level. They can beat them. I mean, do the Raiders really scare anybody? I mean, the the, the Raiders can run the ball; they can't throw it. And and luckily for us, we actually play okay against the 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 run. You know, from a defensive perspective, we can't stop anybody through the air, and 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 that's why I don't understand what the Panthers were doing. If you're the Panthers and you get, you see this Washington secondary that's been absolutely lit up and burned, I mean, consistently with long balls. How do you how do you not have Cam attempt one pass over thirty yards? They didn't even they didn't even pretend like they they did. They pulled a Washington. They came in with a vanilla game plan, and it cost them the game. Well, let's give a little bit of credit also where the best cam on the field cam was Curl. one Cameron Curl. Cameron Curl. Outside of that one run where, where Cam Newton ran, I mean, ran right past him. Right uh, past uh, him. But, I mean, I have been so impressed with him. I think he has progressed and really gotten really comfortable in his role ever since Landon Collins kind of moved down to that – linebacker hybrid safety type uh, kind of position. I think Cam Curl has been a game changer in the secondary. He's really had a lot to do with, uh, you know, not as many mistakes that we were seeing, you know, not as many miscommunications, not as many broken yeah. uh, coverages. Know, it's funny you say that. Do you notice that they, again, I don't know how much you watched the game. I, I watched a, a, a pretty much all of it in real time. Okay. So, but it, it was, it was something I noticed. They were talking a ton. The, the football team, if you go back and watch some of the, the early weeks, uh, like, Landon is back there, and then insert one cornerback or two cornerbacks, or Danny or, or whoever was back there. Everybody was just kind of in their spot. The, it was noticeably different and loud. I mean, we can't hear what they're saying on, on the broadcast, uh, the, on the TV broadcast, but they were pointing and shoving people around. I mean, there was a couple of times when Landon was coming, coming up into the box, and he was turning around behind him as if to tell the safeties, like, you know, you got to watch the flat or you got to do something. Like, there was just, they were a lot more active communicating with each other on defense and I had been accustomed to see in the in weeks past and it's honestly it, it paid off I mean you take away Cam Newton's long run you take away uh, McCaffrey's really impressive you know catch for the for the touchdown Carolina really didn't they didn't really get them for many yards they didn't get them for uh, I mean I don't know I, I mean you look at the football team if they play the way they played against the Bucks and then against the Panthers against the Seahawks and the Raiders they'll get both of those games and now you're sitting at six and six with a with a run you know, with the gauntlet that is the NFC East to finish it out. Eagles are playing better. If you split and the Cowboys, if they play the way they played on Sunday, if you split those games and you get the Giants, you're in the playoffs. I mean, this is, it's not, it's not hyperbole. Like this is, this is a real scenario here. If you can get next two and get the six and six, you only got to go 500 the rest of the way and you're going to get in just because of tiebreakers. I mean, they, and, and I think this Carolina tiebreaker is going to matter. I do. I, I know they wish they could have had the Saints tiebreaker. Obviously, they already lost to the Saints, but this Carolina one, I, I think this one will matter because the Saints, I don't believe, can sustain 
their success with Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill or whoever's going to be running that offense, I think they're going to fall off. I think the Panthers will have a chance to surge because they are healthy, they are talented, they are they are a better team with Cam Newton at quarterback. Christian McCaffrey looks healthy. They have some weapons in 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 DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Like I think Carolina will be there towards the end of the season. So this game actually, I think it matters a lot more than people think. I still expect obviously the Bucks to win the the division, but this is a big one. This was a big win for them. Absolutely, and I, I'll give you a play. Okay, this is why you pay me the big bucks. Okay, this is the little things that people don't notice. Okay, that make a huge difference with this Washington football team defense and proves my point of what I was saying about how they're playing team ball on defense when number 99 is not out there. That there was, and again, of course, I'm going to butcher it after I said all that. There was a fourth down play where Newton threw to McCaffrey. I think it was fourth and three, and he probably yes. threw it to him at two yards, a yard shy of the sticks. And, you know, the safety made the play and the you know, linebacker made the play, I think. And they turned over the ball on downs. When you look at the play, James Smith-Williams, I think, is, is Chase Young's replacement. He chips McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. Just enough. He, just enough. Now, again, what does the superstar do? What does 99 do? 99 says, F it. I'm going after the quarterback. I got to make the, 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 right the sack him. to save the game. Yeah. Yeah, F that. What am I to talk to McCaffrey? I'm going to touch McCaffrey? No. Let me go get the quarterback. I'm not going to let them chip me. This guy gets off of his pass rush, chips McCaffrey enough, game over, turnover on downs, the football team wins. We we need more of that. We need you know less hero ball, more team defense. You know, it's fun to see. It's fun to watch. And I think the offense is the same way. There's no hero ball in offense because we don't have any heroes outside of 17, outside of Scary Terry. There's no heroes. We're all playing hero. We're, you know, we're all playing team ball here. So Heineke's finding the open man. He's going through his reads. It's I mean, becoming, but, but, you know, dare I that, say but, it, a fun team to root for. I I never thought those words would come out of your I mean, mouth, so we'll take it. Cheering for anything out of Landover is tough. But, man, they're scrapping they're fun bunch. to watch. I mean, when they play like this, they're fun to watch. They're going to be in these games. And, and again, I, I don't know if I agree with you. I, I think I think Antonio Gibson is close to being really good, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he's above average. He fumbles. I mean, the fumbles are just – it's not just the fumbles. It's when the fumbles are happening, right? When you're backed up in your own – deep in your own territory or in your you're in the red zone driving. Like, like, there's never a good time to fumble, but those are exceptionally bad times to fumble – but he has shown time and time again that he can play through injury, that he can he can pick up a blitz when when asked, and that he can he can fight his way for some tough yards. And he did it. He did it against Carolina on Sunday, and and he looks. I mean, he looks good running the ball. And then to have him, you know, to to have JD McKissick come in as the change of pace, and Patterson played. I mean, he got seven. He, they all they ran the ball effectively against a good run defense. And I think, you know, I think there's something there. And I think if they can get if they can continue to do that, I, I think the Seahawks game is a winnable game. That's what it comes down to. And it, it's hard to say that, but it's the truth. I mean, they are they should be able to beat the Seahawks, aside from the Monday night curse and and all the things that come with primetime games here in DC. Yeah, there's a Seahawks curse too. Well, there is a Seahawks curse, yes. I mean, all the way back to what, two thousand and four, I think, or or the two thousand six, two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand six. Two thousand five season. Two thousand yeah, that's right. Um, Sean Alexander, man. Correct. Correct. Yes. Crushing it. So Ron Landry's sitting there. Couldn't <laughs> tackle. For some reason, I remember Santana doing something in that game. I think Santana had like a long touchdown then, if I'm not mistaken. But when we were out of it already, though, which is right. his MO. That's right. You know. So yes, there's a, there's that there's that component to the Seahawks, but they sh they should be in the game. 
And given who they just beat on back-to-back weeks, I think they, they should be able to win the game. And then if you get to five and six and you, you gotta go you travel to Las Vegas and that that could be problematic. But Vegas, I mean, they don't they don't have any pass catchers, which is where the defense has struggled. The the you know, if they can keep the running backs in front of them. And it, I like Carr as a quarterback. I kind of wish he was on the WFT, to be honest. But again, they they could realistically be even if they split those games, Stevie, and end up at five at seven, they only gotta go fifty percent. Oh, sorry, they only gotta go like literally, they just gotta split the NFC East games and they're gonna make the playoffs. So, you know, I, I don't know if Ron really wants to make the playoffs. I think there's a component here of, you know, do we, you know, two years in a row is great, but you're you're still going to be drafting into the middle or bottom of the the first round, you know. And and honestly, Jamin Davis, a couple couple, he's flashed a couple times. He's playing more play. He's main, he's he's in the game more, but he's not that involved. His name is, I mean, his name doesn't get called a lot. His number doesn't come up a lot. So. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough position. I mean, obviously, as a fan, I want them to win every single game. And I, I ultimately, above everything else right now, I want meaningful games in December, which we're going to get. Yep. So, yep. you know, let's take well, it. We hope we're going to get. We hope we're going to get. I mean, well, I mean they even are. If, even, I mean, they, they, they may be playing spoiler to the Eagles the way the Eagles played or have been playing. Like, I'm not a Jalen Hurst guy. I think ultimately, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not buying into what he brings. But I mean, the Eagles have a very, very cupcake schedule the rest of the way, right? And and they they could easily win, you know, four or five to close out the season, including the football team. Then you know we're, we're playing from behind the whole way, so it, it's it's interesting. You know, I I think the team gives you a lot to be encouraged about. They don't have their long term answer at quarterback. Scary Terry is a monster, and he's our monster, and we should be really excited about having him on our 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 team. And he's, I mean, he leads the league in contested catches, which is probably not the statistic that I want my number one receiver to be known for, right? I mean, that's not, he's not, he wasn't drafted to go catch 50-50 balls. You want to get the ball to him in space and let him run. But, you know, this is where we are right now. And do they have enough pieces? Can they, can they get, can they get a big target? Can they get the tight end back? You know, can they, can the offensive line? And look, you've got to eat a little bit of dog food on this too. You were, you've been killing this offensive line. Jay Leno. All of Charles, listen. Charles deserves some respect. I think you got to put some respect on his name because he he has played <laughs> great. He not yeah. average. He has been great. Anybody Eric Flowers, I apologize. Called Eric Flowers a cupcake. He's playing. Well. I mean, he was he was out there bopping on Sunday. You didn't watch the game, but he was he was out there I dancing at every, during every commercial. Listen break. for for all of the casual half-ass fans like myself. Let, let me speak for all of them when I say, you start the season off. Hope springs eternal. 16 and 0. How many games are there now? 17, 17, 17 and 0. 17, and then they quickly lost us. See, you were still tuning in, okay? I had my Sundays back doing, you know, the wineries, little breweries, a little nice stuff with the kids. Enjoying my Sundays. The WFT team has done enough to ruin my Sundays again and lock me in to where <laughs> I back. need to watch. You're exactly. Back. But and 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 they have a chance to really lock me in over these next couple of weeks. And I think they're locking in the casual fans again, and they're going to make it interesting enough to where I'm tuning in and I want to see a W. Do you think they can beat the, I mean, do you got to, I mean, if you had to pick now it's, it's early, but and injuries change everything and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, just the next two could, I mean, do you not see them possibly winning both? Like I said, they can, of course they can win both. This league is crazy right now. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you're you're right on that too. The, I mean, the, the question or uh, Sunday, sorry, Sunday we saw we saw the Eagles kill the Saints. We saw the AFC number one and number two seeds go down. Right, the Titans and the Bills both lose. The Bills go literally with the Bills went from second to seventh, Stevie. That's crazy. And they look terrible. They look terrible. You you, you know what I will say to that question that you said? Can you see them winning? I, I will say the, the real telling answer is that that answer is more dependent on how they play than their opponents in the sense that they have the tools and pieces there to win both of those games. You couldn't say that for the last couple of weeks. Okay. It really was. If the bucks played a stinker, they could play, they could win. And that's what happened. Brady played a stinker, but these two weeks, this is more about the Washington football team playing the way they've been playing, continuing to build on this momentum, then it is about their opponent. Then it is about what Russell Wilson can do. Then it is about what Derek Carr can do. And so that's a great place to be is what I'm trying to say. That you know, Good on them. They've earned that, and they deserve that opportunity to win these games. Now let's see them go win it. Let's see Heineke take a step up. It's all we're asking. I mean, but Heineke, Heineke isn't the reason that they would lose. Well, I mean, he could be the reason, right? If he throws two or three picks, yeah, it could be a different story. But he's played he's played well enough. I mean, these these two teams that are coming up are average or below average teams. The Seahawks are below average teams statistically. I mean, they they just I mean, DK Metcalf is a, is a, is a I, I want to cool. I I think can we cool it on that? They play in the hardest division in the NFL. So yeah, you know, every week they're going up against an elite team: Niners, Cardinals, Rams. On, I wouldn't put the Niners there, but okay. I mean, it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. But I, look, I'm if for nothing else, Stevie, I'm just excited that we can talk football because you're you're again mildly, mildly engaged. They got me for one more team. week. Okay. Hey, yeah, the, listen, I mean, two, even the Wiz got the Wiz got me for a night. Okay, the Wiz look, got me for a night. If they win on Monday night, if they win on Monday night, we got to get the jerseys out and we we bring the song back. We bring we bring the HTTR back if they win on Monday night. Man, I've got nightmares of being in that stadium on Monday night. <laughs> I can't Wait, imagine which one. It, which one? The Michael Vick nightmare. Well, the or... Eagles massacre. Um, I mean, that's the one. That's the one seed for me. That's the one. That, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't I, know if there's a close. Second. Well, well, don't don't. Okay. Oh, Joe. Actually, I have a, I have a close second. Oh, I think we're about to say the same thing. You go first. Swinging gate. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the swinging gate? Okay, that was on a Monday night. You don't remember that. It was against the was Giants a on a Monday. It, uh, don't fact check me, okay? It was on a Monday night was against the, the Giants. Was the Eagles, was the Monday Night Massacre, was that the return of RG3 as well? Was it the same day? Or was it two different things? Oh, Operation Patience, when you came out and Operation threw four picks Patience. in the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, know your why. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to fact check that yeah, one. Yeah, I might have to go check but that yeah, one too. But yeah, Swingate or whatever they called it. That was Jim Zorn, Monday night against the Giants. Horny for Zorny. I remember Zorn. <laughs> I remember Zorn. That was a that was both a bright a bright spot or high. Uh, it was a high and a low at the same time. I mean, I'm surprised Jim Zorn hasn't made a comeback. I wonder where he is. Even he Gruden, went to Baltimore. He ended up going to Baltimore as like a I think an offensive coordinator. I don't know where Jim Zorn is. We can do a little quick check. And then and then I guess you got Gruden. The Roosters brought back Gruden. Okay. Oh, uh, every week it's actually yeah. Uh, it's a good hit. He's getting killed for it on Twitter. Okay, he's just getting pwned. Yeah. Chris uh, Russell's never Jim never Zorn. seen a controversy he didn't love. It says Jim Zorn. I'm doing a quick Google here. 
Did Jim Jim Zorn is the GM and head coach of the Seattle Dragons. What is Love that? It. I think they're the cousins of the um, man. I don't know. Whatever. The Kraken. The Kraken. Cool logo. You think it took two years to come up with a name and a logo? I think the football. Yeah, listen, how's, how's I think Jason Wright doing? Okay, we need we need a. Uh, he's still trying to get himself. On, yeah. He's trying to unbury himself from the twenty-one de- debacle. Oh, yeah, what, what a disaster this is. Oh yeah, he went into hiding. I don't think we're going to get one. a new name. By the way, I think I think it's going to be football team. Yeah, I don't think they punched. can risk it. I don't think they can risk making another mistake right now. I just it's just my gut feeling. I think we're stuck with it. I think we're stuck with it. But who knows, Stevie? Who knows? What are you eating over there? Well, chips uh, Ahoy. Chips Never Ahoy. Chips Ahoy. Chewy. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? Yeah. Chewy. Box is done. Box is all done. How many? How many hours? Dude, you, what are you gonna? You you gonna eat uh, hard baked cookies? Are you freaking kidding me? So, you make uh, all that money and you're still buying hard baked cookies? What, the, what's wrong? There's with something you? about the Chips Ahoy that I just the generic Chips Ahoy or even the reduced fats like a little bit more card. It's a little bit more like substantive. So when I dunk it in milk, it doesn't fall apart. I can't do chewy. Chewy's like baby food. You're crazy. Okay, you gotta step into the lap of luxury here, brother. Okay, you're sitting here. Our heart rate chips are always the lap of luxury. What are, you, what are you vacuuming after these attempts? Did you, okay, this is crazy. On, did you did you literally kill the entire? Did you do one rack or both? Do you hear? Finish the can whole you, box. Can, can you hear? There's four racks in here. Gone. Single life. Wow. Wow, Stevie. Single life. I didn't know you had it in you. Yeah. I mean, what do you, I if, worked, you, if you're doing this randomly on a Tuesday, what are you, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Tell me about Thanksgiving. What, what happens at oh, your house Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving? We got some good stuff. Okay, Thanksgiving, great, man. Are you an underrated holiday? Household or you do uh, pecan, or is it pecan? <laughs> we do. I actually just had some pumpkin pie last night. Uh, we're we're still a little bit late on the pumpkin pie. Okay, pumpkin you got to get that is, stuff uh, on sale. Uh, pumpkin is an overrated food and spice. Um, I don't want pumpkin anything. But no, I do the app. I want to hear well, about uh, we, you asking about pie. You got to do the apple pie with the crumbles. You we can't do the, the flat ice top. cream on top too. They usually only give it to the kids. Okay, but you got to sneak some in there. You, you don't have vanilla ice That's cream right. in your house. That's <laughs> right. Well, they save it for the kids. Okay. You ever had a pizuki? Can we we plug BJ's? Uh, we can we can plug BJ's and bazookies. Yes. Oh man, I, you got that wry smile on your face. I'm talking about the brew house and restaurant. Bazookies are—it's uh, a California staple, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. You know, they, That's right. They—I they, know there's one in Tyson, Stevie, but I think they—I saw a second location somewhere too. It's like Gainesville. Oh, I didn't know that. We should—we should do some recon, but it is a California spot that morally corrupt, morally bankrupt state of California. Um, what's on my Thanksgiving menu? And now we do the usual stuff. We also go a little ethnic. Do you do any ethnic? We do a little ethnic as well. For the, for those that are new to the show, but most of us, most of the revolving cast of characters around here have uh, Egyptian ties or Mediterranean ties. So I got some Egyptian blood. Are, are you right. going? Are you on like full ethnic, like grape leaves and like shawarma? Well, I mean, or are you going like if you're going ethnic, Mac you're bash. going Egyptian. No, so you're going a little bechamel. It's okay. Delicious, okay. And then you throw in some kofta. It's actually, not kubide. an Egyptian food. It's a French food, but I'm with you. Okay, I'm following. Okay, then you throw in some kofta. Okay. A little kuba day, okay. but then you got to wash it down with some grape leaves. <laughs> okay, I like that you're using <laughs> using the grape leaves as as a oh as yeah, a lubricating that, that, factor. Kofta doesn't mess around. Moving. Okay, I mean, you does it count as a vegetable? Does a grape leaf is the leaf count as a vegetable? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know where they're getting that, but it's freaking delicious. Okay, no, you you probably got to spread. We, we can't keep it low. We do. I mean, we so we we. We this year we're traveling, so we're we're actually out of here in a couple hours. We're we're headed out to Colorado, so Colorado tends to be uh, 
a little less ethnically diverse than Washington DC. So, uh, you know, there, it's, um, it's going to be a more traditional spread. I think is a it's Turkey two ways, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's one that's traditional with the, uh, the butter under the skin, a little, little white wine, et cetera. And then the second one we've been doing, the family's been playing around and, and experimenting with the deep fried Turkey. And uh, we were, no one was brave enough to actually try to deep fry it. So we did like the Popeye's version where you just warm it up. And it was, uh, you know, out of 10, I'd say it was like a five and a half maybe. Uh, but then last year, somebody actually, you know, took the plunge, got the deep fryer and we did it. And that sucker was a, that was a straight eight. I mean, straight yeah, I would have taken you for a t- turducken kind of guy. Yeah, it's too much work, man. I got too many kids and other things I want to do. And especially like anytime I travel west, like to Colorado or California or whatever, everything starts earlier, which is amazing, right? And as I get older, I want to move west so that I can watch sports in the middle of the morning and end it by like the late afternoon as opposed to, you know, DC time where everything is so late. So that early game in DC would probably be a throwaway because it would be like, you know, it'd be hard to sit and watch the oh and 10,000 lions do anything when there's people coming and stuff but when it's on at 10 in the morning or 11 in the morning or whatever it is oh it's perfect i can make my cup of tea or maybe my you know whatever whatever i'm drinking that morning maybe some spice cider whatever go brunch yeah yeah it's it's like the pre i mean it's totally different world so i i you know our buddy dan i always tell him like i i i think he's under appreciative of what west coast sports like the timing of west coast sports events like do for you like could you imagine like i mean neither you or i lived on the west coast or really outside of dc for any meaningful amount of time but i mean wouldn't it be nice to wake up and just have football on at you know nine or ten in the morning and and have the late game end at like eight o'clock as opposed to midnight you know it's just one of these things where okay like i'm more excited about going to colorado i mean my kids get a kick out of being out there i think we're doing the tubing bit on friday as well uh the day after thanksgiving but it's just nice to be able to watch sports without being overly exhausted and still have time in the, in the evening to go do something else. But I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch a world series game that ends at nine 30. Kidding me. It's amazing. Oh, well. Exactly. Exactly. It's amazing. That's exactly right. And Thanksgiving is a, is a long, what time do you guys typically sit down to eat? Uh, you know, all the circumstances. Set? No, 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 no. We'll do like a three o'clock a four o'clock. We'll do after the lions game. And before the Cowboys game, so like in the middle somewhere, yeah, like mid afternoon, yeah, which yeah. Is but then, then, but about. then the food's out for the next four or five hours, and everybody's dinking and dunking. Well, do you remember dinking and dunking? Like what you did to those cookies? The uh, but yeah, I'm surprised. You, no milk for you? I don't see any milk in the frame over there. Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, I, I gave up uh, dairy. Why? Uh, nothing good comes out of dairy. No, no, it gives me sinus infections. You're crazy. Huge inflammatory. Dude, are you crazy? Your wife's a doctor, man. Tell her to get you on this. No, no, no. You got milk is bad for you. People don't know about this. I'm gonna isolate that. Okay. This is interesting. Milk milk will kill you. Milk will kill you, brother. Okay. No, 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 no. Those sinus infections. So you're just going straight cookies, nothing. Just cookies. Uh Uh-uh. Now, if I if I had a little more time, I would have gotten the hot water and dipped it. Oh, you're disgusting. Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. dunking you a drink, chocolate then, chip cookie in hot water. Hey, brother, then you drink that water and you got chocolate uh, tea. I don't know what cult you are in, but I, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. All right, well, you, you chill with your hard-baked cookies. Uh, I'm going to buy you a box of soft-baked cookies. You, you don't know you're never how hard I'm judging you right now. 
Well, well I, once you I go, once you go soft, cookies. you never go back. Uh, <laughs> if you say so, but I, listen, I, I will. I appreciate the the token, the, the kind gesture of buying me cookies, and I will enjoy them. But I've never heard someone. I've heard like dunk dunk them into tea or into coffee into something that's already like I get no, that. But no, 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 no. you're just making literally you're just warming up hot water and then dunking. Just, and I'm assuming the purpose is just to melt the chocolate a little bit. Yeah, you soften it even more. Do you have real teeth, or are you like are you dentures? <laughs> I mean, what's it's amazing, Stevie. I, I'm learning so much. About it's you. delicious. Okay, it's absolutely I, I delicious. I take your word for it. So, uh, so okay. So we're, we got standard fixing for the like standard stuff. It sounds like with a little yeah, bit of ethnic flair. Exactly. Kids get geeked up. I'm sure for dessert, right? Kids get geeked up. You know what I do the morning of Thanksgiving? Actually, is the botanical gardens, U.S. botanical gardens. They have their holiday train display. It's big, big DC staple. Obviously, when I used to live in the city, we used to, you know, walk over there. Tons of fun. They got all the holiday decorations. They got the Capitol Christmas tree. I think is actually being lit up in the next day or so, uh, and yes. then the national tree uh, as well. So DC's underrated holiday city. A lot of. Uh, yeah, obviously you obviously got Biden Union will Station. Light the tree for himself, or will he send? Uh, will he send? Kamala? Can he? Can he get there? I hope so. Listen, can I'm he... not cheering against him, but he don't look good. And I mean, you need, you need to call somebody, Stevie. Oh, Brandon, I mean, call somebody. Let's go <laughs> that party. I mean, they they need to do uh, trouble. an all, autopsy trouble. on that party because they are dead on arrival. Man, and the way they pick winners and losers in that party, I'll never understand. And the same could go for your party, Joe. But um, the way we pick winners and losers in this country, I don't know how we pick two losers for the highest offices in the land, but we got them, two losers. And yes. it was only because the Republican Party picked their own loser. Yes. Take it. It's the it's it's always, it's turned into the lesser. You know, who is the who is the best of the worst as opposed to the best? I mean, you officer, you had right? real. I mean, you had real not losers. I don't want to say winners. You have people like Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney's not a loser. You can disagree with him. He's he's not a loser. Andrew Yang, not a loser. You can disagree yeah. with him. Universal basic income, fine. Um, these guys aren't losers. These guys aren't crazies. They're also Man. not. I mean, they're also not career. Well, I mean, Romney. There you go. I mean, but... that's what makes you a loser. Sitting in the same office a job. for 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. I mean, Andrew Yang was God. an interesting. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if he he resurfaces. You know, then I'll, I'm, I'm I'm I'll go to a Yang Bank. Yeah, sure. Are you um, uh, as far as like other DC stuff? Are you planning any? Uh, I think the Wiz and the Caps both have games at home during the long during the home stretch here during Thanksgiving break. Are you planning to go, or have you gone recently? I actually was there on Saturday. I was actually trying to go tomorrow. Uh, actually, I think it was tomorrow. Oh, tonight actually is uh, Dave Chappelle is performing uh, in DC. So that's a big one at Cap One. Uh, I was trying to get some tickets, but um, I was at the Wiz game on Saturday night. Took the three kids, and I'll tell you what: it was the Heat game, right? It, it was the Heat game. It was a. I think they did a home and home. So they lost to the Heat on Thursday night in Miami. Nice. Played them on Saturday here in DC, and that's uh, more entertaining than I thought it would be. I mean, the crowd was into it. Fun I, team. I, I've been telling you, the Wizards are, the Wizards are, they're a good team. They, 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 uh, they're easy to cheer for. They obviously have their superstar in Bradley Beal, but they got some great role players. I saw, um, 
uh, Spencer Dinwiddie or Dimwitty or whatever. Uh, he was balling out. Montrez Harrell uh, or whatever. Montrez I mean, is my it, guy. Montrez is my he, guy. He's I mean, got a problem he, with he, his shoes, though. He's always changing his shoes. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. We might have to start like a... A, like a Twitter account or a like handle. GoFundMe or whatever. <laughs> he's all this guy is always changing his shoes. I don't understand. Like he's constantly changing his shoes. I, no, the, like, the, I don't get it. He can play. He the boy was playing. Uh, you got the other Laker, Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma, KCP's been. I mean, just exactly. Up. Yeah, I mean, it's uh actually there's something at the jump of the show. You mentioned like the 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 Ewing effect, right? Like when you don't have a guy. Like everyone has to kind of just do their thing, and and Beal's missed a couple of games now in this season already, but they they seem to be they seem to be I mean a balanced team. They seem to be able to move the ball defensively. They've been consistently holding teams, you know, around a hundred a hundred and two points. The league average league average is a hundred and a hundred and nine points. I mean they're they're playing good defense. I don't know how West got through to them, uh, you know, Coach Unsell, but they're playing. Wait they're wait playing wait wait wait. Wes Unseld is the coach. Oh, Stevie. Yeah. Did he dunk off? Yes. No, he dunked off. It's his son, brother. Oh, he, oh my God. He do procreated? I, do I clip this or leave it in? Let's see. We're a sports show with a guy talking Wes sports. Unseld oh, my God. Is the coach of the Wizards. What happened to Flip Saunders? <laughs> Him and Sam Cassell are, are coaching in the G League, I think. Really? No, I don't know. Who cares? No, I think no, Flip no, died no, no, actually. No, 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 not not Flip. It was the guy before him, uh, the, the the white guy, Scotty Brooks. Scotty Brooks, the guy that was running on the mall. Yeah, what yeah, happened? Scotty to him? was here to recruit KD, which didn't work. KD, and then he tried to get the team to play defense, which didn't work. And then he tried to help John Wall understand that Bradley Beal was going to be the star, and that didn't work either. So, unfortunately, Scotty's no longer here. It's now Coach Unsell Jr. came over. Wow, keeping it in the family. Good for them. Oh my, I really, I don't know. What? That's, that's great. I mean, that's it's, great. It's where, where, where was where was West before this? He was uh, he was in Phoenix and then Denver. He came over from Denver. Ah, huh. I have to fact check myself here, but I'm I'm ninety percent certain that that's what happened. They, you know, they, he should hang out is... with John Thompson the third. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the Wiz started red hot. I think they were ten and three. They dropped a couple. They're, they're sitting at eleven and six. But I mean, you've got to be, I think, happy with where this team is. They're they're top half of the Eastern Conference, or actually top quarter. They're they're I think either tied for third or, or in third right now. Um, you know, they're they. I don't know, Stevie. I mean, they're they're going to be a playoff team. They should be a playoff team. And if they can stay healthy and, and keep playing this type of ball, they're gonna they're gonna beat all the bad teams, which means they should be a forty five to fifty win team, which is something we haven't said about you know a, a whiz team in a long time, you know. And and there was some well, and I think cor- correct me if I'm wrong. There's no dominant team in the East. I mean, the Nets should be dominant, but they're not. Well, they're down. They're down their star player. Right. I mean, the, the Nets on paper, the, even even down one or two pieces, the Nets should be better than. They they should be the best team. The Bulls are super balanced. I guess the playing. defending champs. Yeah, I, the Bulls are, are like I said. The Bulls are, are a really balanced team as well. They're they're super fun to watch. Um, the Celtics. I think the Celtics have a lot of talent on that roster. I don't know if they're going to be able to to kind of. St- I don't know. I, I think it's wide open. I mean, the Bucks right now are are sitting outside the playoffs. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're in like eight or ninth place. I mean, wow. some of these teams are going to get right. But the Wiz, if they just handle their business, if they beat teams that are ranked worse than them, 
which they should consistently. And did, play did, defense, be okay. did LeBron get the crap kicked out of him a couple nights ago? Yo, guy, did you see that clip? You're a LeBron guy. I did. I did. It was Isaiah. Oh, I got to look up that player's name. It it was, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Isaiah, Isaiah Washington or something. Isaiah, it was, I think it was Isaiah Washington. Let me or Williams. Up. I think it was Isaiah Williams. Isaiah um, right? I did watch it. Yeah. LeBron guy. I mean, the Pistons have the Pistons had no business being in that game whatsoever, right? Like they are, they are a bad team. They are the opposite of the Wizards. They are a bad, bad team. I think they they had won three games coming into that or whatever. The Lakers are are, are not playing very good basketball all around. I mean, the Lakers are bad underball, but LeBron, uh, you're a LeBron guy, so I don't know if you're going to defend him on this, but the way he like backfisted Isaiah and then to have Russ and everybody come over and do the protect thing. I mean, what was really scary, Stevie, is that was coming up on, I think it was like two days after the Malice at the Palace anniversary, right? Like, yeah, probably November re- very, very close. 19th maybe or yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. like that. Very, very close because it was, it was all over like the, this day in history, like bit on Twitter. I remember seeing like the Malice in the Palace stuff with, uh, you know, with Turtle coming down to fight uh, Ron Artest or whatever, like mm-hmm. on the, whatever. Um, but LeBron, I mean, he's, I don't think he's ever been called a dirty player, but that was a dirty play. And Isaiah Stewart, a little bit dramatic with the, the Bill Goldberg impersonation, right? Uh, you know, the, the Stone Cold coming back and you can't stop me. I'm well, like, it wasn't dramatic. He, I mean, he, you know, it's so funny. I, I can't remember what player was talking about how, a lot of these NBA guys, you know, they, they they don't want a piece of this action. They they you know, when there's a fight or whatever, they know they're just gonna no, push. No, you blow it on the wrong way, and they want to foul. They they look to the refs. They don't want it, exactly. But th- this brother was just like, I, if you don't hold me back, I'm gonna wreck somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he, he was hot. LeBron had at no part. He didn't want any part of that. And and all it looked like all the Lakers. Nobody wanted to defend. Nobody wanted to stand that guy's way. I mean, he was a bulldog when he was running down. I mean, did you see? So, did you see the play? I mean, did you watch the extended clip where he yeah, like yeah. They, they calmed him down? Then he came back. Literally, like he, he looked yeah, like Goldberg, like yeah, just yeah. trying to like ram and his I'm way saying, through security. Th- there's something refreshing about a guy who actually wanted to fight yeah, <laughs> and wanted to beat the hell out of another guy. Like, well, he, he also ran willing- into the tunnel. Did you see that too? Like, he ran into I the tunnel to try to run out the other side. So all the Lakers that were on the court turned and were looking behind them. Thinking he was going to come out the tunnel, like he he was well, and his face is covered in blood at that point. I mean, it's crazy. But, but, okay, but I will say this in LeBron's defense: after it happened, LeBron did walk over to him. Like he didn't help. He him tried on. to apologize. He he walked over no, he, to him. And was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then it it escalated quickly from there. Like like uh, Russ Westbrook came over and it escalated pretty quickly, and the benches cleared and all that stuff. And that and then the blood started flowing. I think that's probably where. You know, I, I, all cameras, all, you know, lights, camera, action at that point. Everybody's watching. Yeah. But it's just a very unexpected reaction. And then, you know, ultimately LeBron gets ejected and then, you know, Russ and, and, and Westbrook end up taking over the game. They should, the way they should have done it from the very beginning anyway. Did they win? I didn't see. They did. The, the Lakers are, they, they are, even though they're old, they're too, they're too talented to be losing or to be at 500. They, they're actually, it's funny, man, how history repeats itself. They're very similar to the 2004 Lakers. That that last Kobe and Shaq team Oof. where they brought in uh, Gary Malone Payton and, uh, and Gary uh, Payton and Carl Malone and uh, yeah or even even a little bit later on when Steve Nash came over you know like it's just very reminiscent of it's just a very old team like when they're on they're gonna be on but 
they all need to rest. And how do you manage minutes across eight players? Like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. They just don't, they don't look good at all. You know, and by, by contrast, the Wizards, who picked up all the, the, the younger pieces from the Lakers, look great. Yeah, I've reached my NBA quota right now. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. You didn't give I've me been, the next time. You I was about to mute my microphone. Yeah, I've reached my, I got nothing for you. Okay. I mean, I'm just happy that you, you went to a game and you enjoyed it. I mean, again, it's, I, I would it's go little again. victories here. Like, you're, you're back on with the WFT, right? You're, you're, you're. You're amused by the Wizards, right? That, that that keeps things interesting. I mean, it's it's the this is the long winter for you until we get back to baseball. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to the light here, Joe. Okay, I've given you uh, what you want on WFT, on uh, the Wizards, and on your political party, or on I mean, my. I haven't discussed. Party. We haven't discussed Virginia going uh, going red, but I don't well, know I mean, did I, you do I your part, Stevie? I think you did. I was going to say maybe I had a hand in that. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. All these, all these, all these rhinos. Okay. (laughs) I think if you have kids, I think you are. You're all part of the fix. I got a kid in the public school system, so uh, I am. uh, You don't appreciate people telling you 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 can't decide what's uh, right and wrong for your kid. No, I I don't love when people uh, call him an oppressor. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. You know, he's done some stuff to his little brother. Okay, but. (laughs) <laughs> it's not. It's like going a little far, okay? Yeah, brothers, Jeez. man. The boys, boys will be boys, isn't that? I mean, I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore in 2020. I'm going to get canceled for saying that now because, you know, it should be, I think I'm supposed to say persons will be persons. Or uh, yeah, boys will be non-childbearing people. Correct. Thank you. Thank you for for helping me understand. I got you. Okay, the, I'll the translate wrong, wokeism to you. Hey, leave it to. I mean, I don't know what you think about Dave Chappelle, but. Uh, if nothing, we all owe him cancelable. I think he we is, all owe him a debt of yes. gratitude because I think he there is. Are, I think he is. He has killed wokeism. Wokeism. He yeah, has absolutely and, killed it. And Aaron Rodgers is also uncancelable. These guys. Uh, are, no, no, I'm not on the Aaron Rodgers train. Okay, you don't have to be on it. But he didn't. He didn't get canceled. I mean, I'm 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 more on a Bill Maher train than I am Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Well, Bill Maher's another one who's uncancelable. I love. I will. Yeah. yeah, I love Bill Moore. And I think I mean, him and Dave Chappelle, Chappelle really is the one that stands out from the crowd. Right. Because he I mean, he's very clear. He's like, because he's black. Can, well, it's not just that. He's yeah. like, you, Netflix is paying me either way. You think they're going to take down my product and not recoup their money? Like, you're an idiot. Like, this is not it's not how this country works. And, you know, even his statement that he released, it was recorded and then eventually released. I'm sure you saw it where he basically said, like, I'm happy to talk to anybody about anything, but you're not going to summon me. Right, like I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not. And you got to admit that Hannah Gatsby's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. He's I the mean, king. I, I don't have tickets to see him, you know, live, but I, I would love to see. I feel like he's going to comment on like the Kyle Rittenhouse case. I think he's. I think there's a bunch of stuff he's going to end up commenting on. Like there's, there's a whole, and, and he should. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think people forget that comedians are they're supposed to push the buttons and supposed to push the narrative and supposed to be you know a little bit um make you think a little bit yeah and Chappelle's the best at it he's, he's the best legend he's the goat the, uh, is there is there really anyone that's even close right this is this is literally the tom brady like well, from, from argue, a, is anyone still arguing that brady isn't the best and and is anyone still arguing that Chappelle isn't isn't the best at what he does no he, i mean he's the goat i mean from a comedic standpoint, i'm not a huge comedy guy but you know eddie murphy's a legend 
in his own right. But no uh, one has done. No one has the reach, and, and more. A lot of it has to do with the, the modern, the way we consume yeah. media, right? Like, like Eddie Eddie Murphy and it, it, pick pick your poison, right? It, there's so many talented people that have influenced Chappelle, and he gives them a ton of credit, but no one has had the reach, you know, that Dave Chappelle's. I mean, Netflix is half the country. Like, well, yeah, and then you know the way he did it. By you know, 10, 15 years ago, turning down all that money uh, for Chappelle's show, going to Africa, going to South Africa for ten years, falling off the face of the earth, yep. and then coming back—what a story! I mean, what what a gangster! Well, I mean, that's a back, real gangster. But coming back and then telling his fans, "Hey, like Viacom, I asked Viacom not to run my show anymore," you know, and and Viacom yeah. didn't care, but people listened to him and they stopped watching reruns, and it's buried now. Like you, you can still find Chappelle's show, but. Yeah, it's edited. It's it's. It, I mean, and he was very clear about. It. He's like, you can't enjoy it the way it was meant to be enjoyed. So don't don't watch it. And people I mean, respond he you, to. It. He's got this whole bit about his grandfather being a slave and how he said if he was looking at me now, he'd be like, man, this guy got bought and sold more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Is he wrong? I mean, it's capitalism. Oh, I mean, I mean it's, it's, yeah, it's the way it's the way it's the way this country works, and it's not it's not it's just not going to change. I mean, and. It, you know the 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 TikTok trends and influencers. By the way, by the way, I think somewhere along the line, Stevie, you mentioned in conversation something about the 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 tonal equipment thing, this gym, the tonal gym. Do thing. it. Every effing second, or every other ad on my social media feeds, every literally is tonal. This I just got my tonal. Let me tell you how about how it's That's it's LeBron like back James to fit season, right? Tonal. It's literally like late November. It's called back to fit season in the industry. For people that don't know, this is when all the health companies start pushing their products, trying to get people to buy them for Christmas, trying to capitalize on, you know, that new year wave resolutions about I'm going to eat my athletic greens. I'm going to use my tonal gym. I'm going to do final fight boxing thing now in my house, whatever. I, I blame you for this because literally every other ad is a tonal. And I think you have one that you probably don't use. I, I, pounding I, chips ahoy in front of me. <laughs> The tonal doesn't stop you from pounding chips away. Okay? Oh, so it's designed. That's what it's there for. Let me know when you find that machine, okay? But uh, it's legit. It's legit. My my body notwithstanding, it is an actually great machine. I don't have the tonal. I have a similar brand called the Tempo. Great free weights, three D motion sensored, counts your How reps for you. How often would you say you're legitimately using it? Hey, um, I don't need to remind you, but I actually tore my Achilles about four months ago, so I have not been Achilles given the all clear. Achilles is in your foot clear. or in your hand or in your arm or in your uh, chest. It's the largest tendon in your body, and it's a one-year to 18-month injury. So I am on month four, and I am about three months ahead of schedule, so I can whoop your whatever. Okay, any well, I mean, you, once upon a time, you had the plantar fasciitis, if I'm not mistaken. That's, hey, that, you don't joke around about plantar fasciitis. Tennis elbow, again. you had that, I think, too. That's legit. You turf toe once. It is not something to be joke around with. Okay, okay but but overall, the tempo bit, like, awesome. you're a believer. Awesome. It's like having a personal trainer in my room. So it's like a thing, you strap it on, and then you use like a mirror, and you just repeat the mirror? You repeat what the guy's doing? It's not a mirror. It's a screen, and you are repeating, you know, you're taking a class, and you're repeating strength moves, uh, cardio moves and it's cool. It's number one, it's counting your reps for you. So you're sitting there, you know, you, you lose count or whatever. You look at the screen, you know, and it's telling you suggested weight recommendations and it's form correcting. Joe, you know better than anyone. You worked at a gym for many, many years. That form is just as important as anything, right? I mean, it's all about your form. And so 
if I'm sitting here in my house and I'm, you know, doing dumbbell presses and my elbows are out, it's totally useless. What the machine does is it 3D so motion it sensors see. you. Yeah, it can see. In real time, it'll say, is it weights keep or your madness, elbows in. No, no, they're free weights. Really high quality weights. Really nice stuff. So the tonal, the tonal is, like a is band thing. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's okay. the 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 difference. Are you seeing the same ads? I mean, it, it literally. I see I'm LeBron bombarded, James bombarded with fitness ads. Yeah, well, LeBron is the spokesman for Tonal, so they're Come everywhere. I mean, they're opening up stores. LeBron, am I really supposed to believe that LeBron James is using a Tonal machine in his house? I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. I mean, he's got a workout room. He's got a gym. Exactly, he's got a gym. It's like the The yeah. Rock. I'm sure The Rock. Uh, okay, well, Iron Paradise, right? Yeah, like a, I'm a sure. Brady drives Hertz rental cars. Yeah, I mean that's a good one. Or Manning, Manning was uh, what, what was he rep? Was it Pontiac or Buick? Buick or whatever. Buick. You couldn't. Yeah. There's no way he. Would I, have I could actually. Him. I I could see Peyton in a Buick. <laughs> I could totally see him. Okay. Yo, they moved the. They moved. Uh, they're moving Peyton and Eli behind the paywall. But after there's there's no Peyton and Eli for the football team. I know. I what saw that. What kind of disrespect is that? I know. I mean, you know, we could do this on maybe a next show, maybe previewing the game, but who would be their guests? They always get guests associated with the teams that are playing. Dan who would you want to see? Is I mean, that's the ultimate. It's the ultimate. He would have to screen like a mother every one of those questions. <laughs> he, he wouldn't let one no, question would, go he on. Would just, I, I feel like if, if they had him on, he would just sit in silence and just be there. I, I think Riggins would be. I mean, Riggins would be drunk off his butt. Riggo would be good. Theismann would be good. Nah, Theismann. He's too Sunny. corporate. Uh, Joe Gibbs, just so he could say super skins, super skin, super the the uh, I mean, super Joe smart, Gibbs, super smart. I think Joe Gibbs is done being a part of the the Burgundy and Gold. Yeah, I mean, he's totally embarrassed. CP Clinton Portis. CP would be a good one. Santana would be a good one too. But Clinton Portis is in jail, though. I think. No, no, no. He's going, but he's not there yet. Not yet. Good no, for him. I think he's got tax evasion, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he's laid on a few payments. Yeah. All right. Well, happy early Thanksgiving, Stevie. You this too. This was listen. You too. I, I know. I know the diehard sports people are not gonna like. They're not gonna love this show. But oh, this is my favorite type of show. Yeah. Tell them to go listen to the Rooster. I like the Rooster. I like the rooster. By the way, can I play a song for you? Tell me if it's good or not. Do you know who Who's Morgan good? Wallen is? There's no chance you I know don't. who Morgan Wallen is. I don't. Okay. No Morgan chance. Wallen is, uh, he, he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a very much a rising star. He's the it artist right now in country music. Has he and dated Taylor Swift? He, I don't know about that. I just know about, I just, I just do the music bit here. But he has this song called Broadway Girls that is either unreleased or like partially released. He actually released a clip on his Instagram and it like set the internet on fire. And it was really good. But then immediately, like all the hardcore country people were like, no, this isn't country music. Don't do it. Don't do it. It doesn't, it's not your sound, whatever. Like, so all the, all, like all the country people got really upset about it. But I think everyone else that I've played this song for has basically agreed with my sentiment that this is the song that will fix America. It will, it will unite America because it's, it appeals to everyone. I'm going to play it for you and you tell me what you think. Ready? Here it comes. Let's do it. You're already bopping your head. It's good, right? What the hell am I listening to? It? Oh man, I know. I, I knew this was gonna be a stretch for you. I know you haven't listened to music probably since 2012, maybe 2013. 
Do you know who Post Malone is? I, they do with tattoos everywhere. Fine. Well, I don't know. I think this is good. You don't think this is good? I, well, I'm going to need another show about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse with Tucker Carlson. Well, um, sure. Well, Tucker, I can't do. I can't. I, listen, I, I'm out on. I'm out on Tucker. Good for I you. Can't do the Tucker bit anymore. I mean, you know he's going to run for office. Who's gonna Who's gonna vote for him? Who's gonna elect him? I mean, he's he, he's killing the ratings. So I mean, somebody's watching him. If the number of people that are watching him pull the lever for him, he'll win. Listen, Sorry, I, I know you were on the song. You run for office. It's right, a good song. It's a good song. It's a good beat. Morgan Wallen. It's unreleased, and it's, and YouTube is probably gonna make us take it down, but that's okay. We'll cool. we'll we'll live to fight another day. Any final Amen thoughts, Stevie? That. As we put a bow on the show. No, no, no. Everybody enjoy their Thanksgiving. Get some family time. Get some friend time. Uh, get some good food time. Get some uh, football time. Hopefully it will be a, a quiet, long weekend in D.C. for uh, for everyone on this show. Um, hope, hopefully you have some good time with the uh, with the kiddos, Stevie. It sounds like you Absolutely. guys got some, uh, some traditions. We will yep. be traveling, so I'll see you when, uh, when we get back from uh, Colorado. From but, Monday Night uh, Football. Monday Night Football. It'll be a big one next week. It will be. We, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we arrive. I'm, I'm landing like wheels down. I think we touch down at 8. So I'll be on a slight tape delay, but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. And maybe we do a post game if you stay up and Let's watch it. it. Let's, Let's do a post game next week. I'll take a nap. Thank you, Stevie. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving to you and to your family and uh, to the rest Thank of the you, boys sir. and the cast of DTC. Happy Thanksgiving all around from the rest of the cast of characters on the DTC show. Have a wonderful holiday weekend. Happy Thanksgiving all around. My name is Joe. This is Defeating the Curse. DTC, search those letters or search the title on any social media platform, any podcast platform, you will find this show. You can always listen live on The Contender as well. Very thankful for their partnership and helping us, uh, you know, broadcasting our show to reach a wider audience. We, we always appreciate it. But we're DC through and through. Happy Thanksgiving all around. Until next time, again, my name is Joe. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are out.